up next on Inside Champ Car Racing Update and a chat with Hiller Calder. Welcome to Inside Champ Car Podcast. I'm Brian Belansky. He is... Bill Strong. <laughs> I love the voicemail impersonation. Later on in the show, we'll be joined by the team principal of Momo Champ, Mazda Miata Hiller Calda. I can I can tease ahead, right? What a great conversation. Um, they're a longtime Champ Car Racing team. They won the Chandler School Spirit of Champ Car Award at Road Atlanta. And uh, you guys should stick around for that. That was a, a, a good chat. Bill, how you doing, my friend? I am worn out. Worn out? Why? You don't do anything. Yeah, I don't. I just <laughs> sit around a lot watching racing videos. Now, we uh, spent the last couple of weeks, when I say we, me, spent the last couple of weeks redesigning the uh, Champ Car website. Hopefully, we brought it up to at least the 1980s. And um, <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, basically the same layout, just a better look to it. Yeah, it looks um, nice. Just just for folks, last year, I did, we were using a WordPress website, you know, Try to keep it simple yep. just in case I drop dead. Somebody could come in and, and take over. Well, you know, during the, uh, what was that thing that happened in 2020? The I pandemic. forget what it was. Lockdowns. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All that stuff, yeah. Um, it, we, we started getting a lot of errors in some of our code that we were buying from other people. And so I ended up over the New Year's last year um, redesigning the website over a 24-hour period, threw it up real quick, ugliest sin, but it worked, did its job. Right. It was one of those things, I'll get to it next week, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll make it better. Well, a year later, I finally got that done. So hopefully you guys can, uh, it makes it easier to find things. We've got a better look to all the pages, um, not just the outside, but the registration pages as well. Sure. Hopefully it's sure. a little easier to use on a mobile phone. So that's kind of what I was doing, um, late night stuff, and then doing my regular job during the day. So, yeah, a little wore out. And uh, nice. so, yeah, today I watched the 1983 Formula One European Grand Prix. 1983. Way back. 1983. I was there. I was going to say, there must be yeah. some significance to that I particular race. I found it on YouTube. Nice. YouTube has everything. And where I was mean, that particular Grand Prix? Uh, Brands Hatch. Okay, Brands Hatch. Cool. A buddy, I was in the Air Force. A buddy said, hey, there's this Formula One going on, and uh, let's go. And so we got tickets. I think we paid we got there we had he had i think the military gave us free tickets but um we got there i paid 10 pounds to get a pit pass um for saturday and sunday walked through the paddock i met some young kid some brazilian guy you know senna senna or something like yeah, that yeah some guy was he was running in formula three or whatever okay. the next the one below that was and tommy Byrne. i i met him and he actually ended up racing with us in champ car um, so, and, uh, so I remember you, you telling me this is like the, the race that made you interested in racing, in right? Racing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I mean, I was into like stuff. Okay. You know, Mike, I grew up watching Monaco and ABC and, right. you know, and that, you know, I like racing. I, right. I like cars, but yeah, to hear oh. the formula one cars were just and see it. Cool. Um, it was funny. I saw a, uh, I remember a car catching on fire. Okay. Rolling up next to us. And I walked the track during the race. I walked around the whole track. And back then you could pretty much walk anywhere. I mean, it was right. The, I, the car was right there. Well, I watched it on the show and I was a little further back because I wasn't on the screen, but it was a little further. And I remember taking a picture of it with my, my uh, film camera. Remember you, you took a picture. Nice. You only had 35 left. Yeah. Yeah. Better make him count. And um, 
I took a picture and all it was was white. Yeah. You know, with a light car in it because all the fire extinguisher was going off. But um, yeah, that was kind of cool to watch that race. And it was, uh, um, it the track didn't seem as big as when I remember it. Sure, sure. That was a lot of walking. Yeah, and there yeah. was just a lot of people there too. Cool. But yeah, Formula One back in the eighties, uh, the the cars just weren't. They were weird looking too. Yeah, they did not look very safe. They um, weren't. No. <laughs> no. Considering yeah. now, but yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Yeah, you... yeah. I remember the yeah uh, the. Maury Walker and um, the F1 guy. Uh, what was his name? The other. They made a movie about him. Champion. Oh, uh, Prosh. No, the other one. Um. Oh my God! Come on! Come on! Come on! You're, the world's going crazy. You're making they yeah, were everyone's screaming yeah, yeah. at their podcast right now, <laughs> going like, "Why well, can't? Why don't you know this Maury, name?" I think it was Patrick Tombay or what somebody crashed and no, one of the Ferrari cars crashed into a wall and it looked kind of hard, but they were, Hunt. Saying, Oh yeah. The, Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Hunt. They, uh, and Hunt <laughs> says, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was like crashing into a pillow. You know, <laughs> it's really soft. The guy gets out and he's holding his arm like, Oh, <laughs> like, oh yeah. He's okay. Yeah. He's it's all good. It's all yeah. good. That's back when men were men and men were men <laughs> still stupid, still oh, yeah. doing crazy things. Back, right. back when racers would get stupid drunk on Saturday night and then jump into a formula car on Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. 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 That doesn't happen anymore. No, no. That does not happen there'd anymore. Be a vi- there would be a video of it somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've got some stuff you're working on. It's we're We're just like a week away from the Champ Car Endurance Series getting crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm headed uh, tomorrow. I'm actually bright and early in the morning. I'm headed down to South Florida going to do a, a media frenzy with a couple, a couple of teams down there. Um, come back here and do a quick turnaround, then head to VIR where we're going to uh, do a 12 hour on South Course. We have 30 cars signed up for that right now. Um, I then come home, do another quick turnaround, and head to Harris Hill, Florida. Now I'm driving to all these, so I got to carry a lot of our gear that we use for the race, the Flagtronics, so and some of our timing and radio gear. If you're going to Harris Hill, Florida, then no, Harris Hill, uh, Texas. I was to say you're going to yeah. be by yourself because, as far as I know, the race is in Harris Hill, Texas, right? Yes, 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 yeah, T- Texas, <laughs> and I won't be by myself there. There's a that country club is such yeah. a cool place. Forty five cars there, and then. I drive from there straight to NCM where uh, a whole bunch of cars going to be. We have 31 signed up now. We should have another six or seven, maybe 10 cars sign up as we get closer. And then, of course, come home, do a real quick turnaround again and head to Daytona, Florida. Ray Frank and I will be going down to that one. Um, 123 cars signed up. I think there's another four cars waiting to get in that that the boss has to put in. Um, And then – come home and turn around and go to road America, which is the opposite end of the country. So, and then uh, I think I come home and then head to, yeah, come home and get a week off. Yeah. Get yeah. to mow the, mow the grass. That's probably at four or five feet tall <laughs> and uh, then head to the Ozarks. So do, do you like drive the champ car trailer minivan. to all these events? Yeah. Minivan. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we have a, yeah. The, the uh, champ car media van, media van. Um, yeah. <laughs> my, my Kia, your Kia. Yeah, cool. that's a big joke there. That, um, that but, puts um, some miles on a on a car over the course of a year. It does, but you know it's cheaper than flying right now. Let that's me tell you, that's true. Absolutely, absolutely. I had a I had some miles that uh, we we canceled some flights during 
the start of COVID because right. we'd pre-booked our flight. So all these were sitting in my account getting ready to expire. So um, I'm happy to, to you know, go for, go on a trip on, you know, take, send me yeah. to Hawaii yeah. for a weekend. My wife would love that. Unfortunately, that was back when airplane tickets dropped. I uh, mean, they were like yeah. 200 bucks oh, I you know. Know, to fly to the West Coast. So, yep. yeah, it was awesome. Yep. I'm like, buy them now. Buy everybody. Buy their tickets now. And yeah. And I remember I had to come them. back to your neck of the woods uh, in oh, that's right. during that period of time to load up a truck. You know, l- long story, not having nothing to do with racing. When we moved out here, we left a bunch of our stuff in Charlottesville in right. a storage unit that we were paying every month for, I think, six years. And uh, we decided that after I got laid off, there'd be no better time for us to go get that stuff and bring it out here. And we had a place to put it. So it cost uh, it cost $67 to fly from LAX to Richmond. Mm-hmm. That wow. was for both both flights because you can't get from LAX to yeah. Richmond. Yeah. And then the the moving truck to move everything back was $650 across the country for the 26-foot truck. Because wow. everybody was leaving California and they needed those yep. trucks in California, it was so I was like, well, "Let's do it. Let's get it done." So yeah, crazy, crazy. So yep. what should teams expect when they get to VIR coming up here? Um, a long tech line. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it's not going to be that bad. They tech is pretty good now. They've uh, got it down to where they're just checking safety stuff. It's up to the teams sure. to uh, police themselves when it comes to the all the cheaty bits on their cars. Got it. But um. You know, they have to fill out their own tech forms. Um, but, yeah, we check the safety, make sure all the seatbelts are in date, window nets are in date, right. helmets are in date, suits, the whole bit. And uh, right now we're we're still not there with the uh, uh, the new the reg system. Your, yeah, the, yeah. F- the f- new registration system for your gear. Um, once uh, that's done and tested, we'll, we'll put that public. But sure. I believe now we're still going to do it like we have in the past. Where right. You need to come come to tech and have us take a look at your gear and we'll put a sticker on your forehead. Yeah. And, and, helmet, and we're, we'll really break down Virginia next week, VR next week. Yeah. Talk about which teams are going, what's, you know, who, who the favorites are going to be, all right. that kind of stuff. We'll take a look at the weather forecast. Well, and- the funny thing about VIR is there are no favorites because whenever we pick favorites, so, so we got to pick if there's somebody we don't like. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can yeah. put the announcer's curse on them. Yep, that's too good. That's right. Too that's good. right. Also, want to remind folks before we get to our tech tip that uh, you know this podcast will be airing on the 24th of of February. You've got four days from when this airs if you want to enter Ozarks with the discount. Uh, yep. That discount you have until February 28th to enter the Ozark Ozarks race uh, for the to get the discount. Also, uh, if you want the discount for Sonoma, you know right now. I mean, you, you got to get your money in now or get your entry in now because the discount for Sonoma. Well, I think we're extending that discount out. Oh. We're gonna st- yeah, we're gonna extend out all the West Coast events to race day to the the flag drops. Oh, your, save your 200 bucks. And that's I, uh, I need a breaking Sonoma. news sounder because I know we do because let me work on that. I'll work on we, that because that was breaking e- news. Yeah, I, I have an email ready to go for that. And it okay. may go out before we air this. It may not. Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> I just got yeah, you in trouble. Gonna, yeah. No, nah, no, nah, it's it's there's still some things we need to discuss. Sure. Dana and I just we'll get together uh, actually tomorrow yep. night. Him and I are getting together. So. Cool. Cool. All right, so tech tip. This is the time when we fu- we come up with something cool, or, or maybe not cool, depending on, on what you think to talk about. Uh, car, in-car lap timers. Yeah. So um, my in-car lap timer when I was driving was a stopwatch Velcro to the steering wheel, 
and uh, which is actually surprisingly good to use if that's all you right. got. But but right. uh, you've got some better stuff we can we can play with these days, right? Yeah. So way back in the dark ages of I think 2014, okay. Um, I ran with my buddy Troy Trulio, and they had just got this new thing called the AIM Solo. Oh. And uh, they had that mounted on their GPS and gave you a predictive lap time. You could see when you were slowing down. You could see where you were losing time. You could see where you were gaining time. And it was – once I learned how to use it um, – well, basically, I was coached. Uh, right. I, I was about 12 to 15 seconds slower than one of our, our fast guy, And I'm just like, there, there's no reason, reason for me to be that, that slow. What is going on? Well, Kevin got on. Kevin Tule got on the, the radio and said, basically, you know, stop gripping death grip on the wheel. Relax. We had cameras, too. Right relax, look at the times, and boom, automatically a couple of seconds. And then we just worked on it. Okay, where are you? Where is it? Where is it showing fast? Here it's fast. There it's slow. Okay, now and he just worked with me. And it was, I got within five seconds of him again. And that was much better. Right. Much, well, maybe seven. So I, I cut it. I cut my time in half. So I went home, ordered one myself, put it in my car. And that was probably the best tool that we'd ever bought. Now, that was pretty expensive at the time. I think it was like 350 bucks for that monochrome display. Now they have what's considered the, uh, I think, CDN magazine. One of the, the big electronic groups did a, a report recently on the best lap timers for track days and such. And, and the AIM Solo 2, which is color and has a few more plugins to it, um, 450 bucks for that bad boy. Right. But it was ranked number one. And if money was no object, the aim smarty cam oh. was, was, was ranked up there. And that's, um, that's a little camera with it overlays and you can show how fast, I mean, it's just right, really right. good. The, the aim solo and the solo two just do overlays. Okay. You, you can take your GoPro video and you can mix it and with other software out there, but the smarty cam, it's all done in house. So does the and aim then, besides the GPS, does it also click into the OBS? System on the, yeah, or oh, whatever yeah. that thing is. I can never I, remember I the letters and numbers. I think the Solo 2 can do that okay. kind of stuff. Mine can't. Mine's okay. kind of dumb, but I don't need all that, and I don't use all that. Sure. You know, Toyota, my engine was right on the edge of Toyota using a proper OBD2 versus not. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, they were still, it was still right in the middle of that, so cool. nothing works with OBD2 with it, <laughs> unless you have a tester. Right, right, um, right, right. And then the 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 best track coach, which is something new. And a lot of the uh, retailers are selling right now is a Garmin catalyst. Um, that's a GPS type thing it has a camera in it and it actually talks to you and uh, tells you, Hey, you're going too slow. You, I, I don't know if he cusses at you like my guys do, but, um, and then of course, of course, all this costs money. Of right? course, nothing is cheap in racing, right? Even though we say it's cheap, nothing is cheap. Well, there's also the, the lap timers that you can get for, um, for your phone, the apps, sure, there's Track sure. Addict, and Harry's lap timer's been out forever. Yep. And actually, I tried that at one point. I could never get it to work on my old archaic uh, iPhone 4, I think right, it was. Right, right. Um, uh, but there's a lot of guys that still use that. Um, you see all kinds of really cool stuff. Guys have dashes now from, from AIM and other companies sure. where they, it has all that built in. But it doesn't matter what it is. Just get something that shows you your times so you can work right decreasing those times and it ends up making you smoother i think okay um as a driver uh protect the equipment a little better i think um and just makes it makes you a better driver right right so. 
Absolutely. You know, you mentioned one thing earlier about d- the death grip on the steering wheel. I, I, I got to the end of a race uh, a Saturday evening, and we were out at dinner, and I said, I made a comment that my hands were sore. Yeah. <laughs> one of my guys said, your hands are, I said, I, I don't know. I mean, my hands are just really sore. And he goes, how hard do you grip at a steering wheel? And I'm like, I don't know. And, and then when I went in the car the next day, I realized I was doing that death grip. Yeah. And, uh, and a guy said to me, he said, you need to hold the steering wheel like you're holding two eggs and they're already almost cracked. Right. And be just, just, you just got to. And, and then he went into this whole caress thing, which I can't talk about on a podcast. And it, and it went downhill from there and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. but you get my yeah. point. You yeah. really um, you, that's the one of the first things you learn. And and that was one of the things that that I'm pointing over my shoulder, which nobody can see on a podcast yeah. um, when I'm sim racing. Um, it, it, I continue to remind myself that because I had the tendency when I got back into sim racing to do the same thing. And the minute I started, you know, re- relaxing a little bit more, right. A, my forearms weren't hurting at the end of a sim race two hours. And B, you know, I, I immediately became smoother on, on the sim race. So the same applications and it's just good advice. Well, a good sign that you've got the death grip is when your office desk or whatever you have your steering wheel sim set up. <laughs> mounted to as being lifted off the ground and set down again that's kind of a sign that hey you're you're trying too hard yeah i'm not the arnold schwarzenegger of (laughs) sim racing where i can lift my desk off but i get your point good stuff good stuff anything else we got to talk about before we get to our get to break and then go to our next segment here no that's about it we got races coming up we got websites we've got redone and we want you get oh we we um actually put the podcast over on youtube i oh, had a yes. couple of emails from folks that said i don't know how to do all this okay clicking links and doing all that and i think they sounded like that not quite certain because the emails were you know, not a lot audio of exclamation points yeah right yeah. right so um they uh they said do you have it on youtube because they know how yeah. to get there yeah. so i said yeah let's do that sure. and we you and i worked on that last night we got it done and it's now up on youtube yeah you were quick so, with that so yeah. uh that, that that's another option and and uh, it's tough to do the YouTube on your car on t- on the way to the racetrack. But if people want to sit in their home and but do that, yeah, you know, you don't get to see us exactly. You don't, you, you don't you want don't to see want us. No, Nobody want wants to see us. No. So, um, but yeah, you know, a- any way we can get the word out, get the get people to to enjoy what we're doing is um, it's all good with me. So very oh, yeah. cool. And and where what YouTube channel is that on? Champ Car Live. The same place where you get your yep. regular yep. Champ Car weekly yeah, podcasts and yep, Champ Champ Car Live um, will take you directly to our YouTube channel, and it's what are the playlist? Yeah, it's a playlist. Right. I, I redid all the playlists. I updated the picture last night because I didn't realize we still had a picture up there from I want to say 2014, like the year you launched 2015? it. 2015. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So. And here's another yeah. little YouTube trick, if anybody doesn't know, and I'm sure that I'm telling everyone what they already know, so I apologize ahead of time. If you just hit the videos button, the most recent thing that, B- yep. that Bill put up will be the first thing you see. So, you know, there's four podcasts up there right now, but, you know, there'll be another podcast and then VIR and, and whatever else you put up. Well, so. there, there may be also videos that Paulie and I put up by accident. You know, it's like, oops, you know, it's like, <laughs> can you go, you know, sitting on the computer, you know, with our face up against the, the monitor and trying to type away and it's like oh shit is this thing live bill's gonna go through and and clean up the youtube channel as soon as we get done here <laughs> i can hear i can hear the clicking right now so yeah, yeah so. all right sounds good we're gonna get the break when we come back uh we're gonna talk with hiller calda he's the team principal of momo champ mazda miata their longtime champ car team and uh they won a really cool award at was it last year at road atlanta 
Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever it was, Road Atlanta, we're going to oh, talk. Oh, no, no, this year. This year. Oh, this Sorry. year. Okay, yeah, cool. This year, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We'll do all of that when we come back. This is Inside Champ Car on the Racing Wire Podcast Network. Every race weekend, you don't know what's going to happen. But with ChampCar.Live, all the action comes right into your living room. The Champ Car Endurance Series is North America's home to real competitive endurance road racing. And ChampCar.Live brings you live, full race coverage with in-car, trackside cameras, interviews, and expert commentary. And ChampCar.Live brings you live, full race coverage with in-car and trackside cameras, interviews, and expert commentary. Check out champcar.live on the web, subscribe, and ring the bell so as not to miss a single minute of the action. It's fun, free, informative, and it's just a click away. Champcar.live. Come check us out. We bring you a front row seat, but you'll only need the edge. Welcome back to Inside Champ Car. I'm Brian Belansky. He is... Bill Strong. You get so excited about your own name, Bill. It's just, just get excited about the show. There you, you know, go. The people we have. There you go. Everything. We are pleased to invite and join with us today as our guest. He's the team principal of Momo Champ Car Mazda Miata Hiller Calda, longtime Champ Car Racing team. They won the Chandler School of Spirit, School Spirit of Champ Car Award at Road Atlanta. We'll talk a little bit about that. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. Nice to nice to be here. Cool, cool. So, so we'll get to the the award here. I want to hear all about that in just a few minutes. Let's get started with uh, you are a a Mazda Miata team in in the Champ Car Endurance Series. I suspect you're one of many of those. Uh, what what wh- what's it take to make one of those Miatas go for twelve, fourteen, twenty four hours? Well, they're a pretty reliable car to start with. Mazda did a pretty good job, but. Uh when we built the car and we, we essentially replaced everything so that you know what you've got. You're not waiting for something to fail and uh, you do regular maintenance on it. Um, and you, you just keep it going. Sure. Sure. Try, try to try to try to keep it on the track away from people, avoid black flags. And uh, that's it. Just run steady. There you go. Now in, now in an era of ch- chump car, when you guys came out, cause you guys used to be known as uh, Momo chump. Um, in an era of chump car where most people showed up to the track with something they pulled out of a river or a junkyard <laughs> or their mom's old house or something like that, you guys showed up with one that was actually painted up really nice. It stood out in the field. Well, we got the, uh, the car came from a pick and pull. Uh, we went and picked it up. I think we paid $600 for it and it came with an extra engine and it wasn't that good looking when we got it. But as we built it, we, you know, tore everything apart. It was in pieces on the, you know, on the, on the shop floor. And, uh, we paint, we, we had, you know, we painted the stuff and tried to make it look, tried to make it look good. So yeah. it would be a, you know, a nice car to race. Now, how, how long ago was that when you, when you put the car together for the first time? Uh, 2014. Okay. How, how long did it look, stay looking nice? <laughs> it still does. Oh, a couple of you know we keep we keep uh hammering things out if somebody bumps into something uh we haven't had a lot of that recently um but it's 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 been it's been good it did have a had a pretty good uh incident at daytona in 2016 mm. where uh a car turned sideways and shot out in front of me in the uh in the chicane and i had it you know t-boned it moved our front end over about an inch and a half but Ooh. 
we pulled we pulled that back out, used a jack, borrowed a radiator, and we got back on the track and finished the race. Cool. Did it turn left better or right better? It just stayed that we did a quick alignment oh, on it. It was wow. just fine. Great. Great, great, great. And then once you got it back to the shop, did you have to do a whole lot more work at that point to make it really good? Because I'm sure that was a quick fix. It was. When we got back, we had a, a frame shop try to straighten it out best they can. It was okay. The All the bend was in front of the shock towers and where everything mounted, so it didn't affect that much. But then uh, in 2019, we rebuilt the car. Okay. We just uh, we had to try to keep up with everybody. So we did a, we put a 99 engine in it. It's a 94, um, put a, uh, surge tank in, did an air dam, uh, spoiler. And then later on we added a splitter and a wing. So, uh, it's, uh, and it's, it's come along fairly well. So what got you guys racing in champ car? What'd you guys do before this? Um, we, uh, I, I, I joined up with a team, helped them out at the uh, VIR 13-hour SCCA mm -hmm. race, the Charge of the Headlight Brigade, yep. and uh, I kind of liked that. Uh, that was when I was living up in Maryland, uh, moved down here and uh, joined the Flying Tigers team. And, I remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah, did that for a couple of years, but that kind of came to, we kind of plateaued there. Things just weren't changing. Uh, we wanted to compete rather than just, you know, drive around the track or, right. or you know just race in the mid pack we wanted to be competitive and that's when we split off uh me and another fellow carlos and we you know we built the car and went from there joey evans joined us a little bit later carlos left so now it's just me and joey and uh, we keep the thing going so you said you wanted to compete it, it, it are there two factions of teams that go out champ car endurance racing you know the factions that want to run at the pointy end of the field and then the factions who are okay with just getting out there having a good time making laps being with their friends hitting the track yeah there are i think there's maybe there's three factions there's a competitive end and then there's kind of that mid-range stuff where people are running and they want to do the best they can and then there's some people that are just out there to enjoy themselves get track time not worry about how fast they do a pit stop. Uh, so it, it kind of splits things out. And we wanted to be, you know, trying to do, trying to be competitive and, and, and we have been. That was, that was really difficult for me because I've, I've run with a team recently that they just want to get out there and have fun. And it was totally opposite of what my team did. We, what, we always try to be at the front, not that we were, but we wanted to be up there. And that was difficult for me to kind of understand, but, when you just sit back and relax and it's like, Oh, wow, this is fun. You know, that, that kind of changed a little bit. Well, I think it's more fun when you're competitive and you're passing people and yeah, people are passing you too, but you're trying to do the best you can. Right. Right. Uh, and it's just a different mindset, I think. Right. And, and I, I found I, I'm always that perennial mid packer, you know, and, and it's, I'm, I'm measuring myself. I'm competing absolutely trying to do the best I can but I'm measuring myself oftentimes against myself or against my last performance. Did I make an improvement this weekend or did I make an improvement this session? And uh, so, so I think, you know, th th there's always a different way to think about it, depending on where you are and what kind of equipment you've got. And of course, you know, how much talent is under the helmet. <laughs> well, there's always, you know, the most improvement that, that can be made. Well, for us, for sure, is between, uh, between the steering wheel and the seat. 
Right. You, you just have to, you just have to be, you know, you try to be consistent, try to get better, work on corners, get them better. And, you know, the big thing is to, uh, to, you know, run that run consistently and stay on the track, uh, do the pit stops, you know, as, as quickly as possible in that five minute window, which normally for us, isn't a problem. We usually have two minutes left. Uh, you got a lot of time to check things and, uh, you know, stay out there. Sometimes those, you know, a full course yellow comes into play. Sometimes it doesn't. So you just have to keep running your own race, no matter who's out there. You get a lot of teams out there that are uh, high dollar teams, big, big haulers, uh, but they still have to finish. So if we, we keep our head down, it's, it's nice to gauge yourself against teams like that and see how you fare. But, you know, you keep your head down you keep doing, you know, keep running steady and not have any difficulties and you can do fairly well. Do you have a list of things that you look at? So let's say it's a five-minute pit stop. You get the work that needs to, has to get done in three minutes. Then do you have your the things on the Miata that you know are kind of maintenance points or fail points that you want to keep an eye on? Then that last two minutes, you kind of go, these are the couple things I want to check on this time? Well, you know, once the fueling's done, driver's in, uh, torque the lug nuts, sometimes check the air pressure. Uh, if there's time, you know, clean the windshield. Uh, and then, uh, if there's time, yeah, you know, check the oil. We usually check it every second stand. If there's time, check it again. We don't, you know, normally use any and using oil is an indicator to us that there's something, something going yeah. on in the engine and it's going to be time to, you know, take it out and uh, go back through it. Right. Uh, we lost, we lost an engine in Daytona after we had see the year previous at Sebring. A uh, fellow that was driving called in, said, hey, you know, the it looks like it's running really lean on the air fuel uh, gauge. Uh, we said, yeah, oil temperature was, you know, oil pressure was good. Water temperature was good. Keep on running. And uh, we ran Sebring, uh, AMP, Barber, Road Atlanta. And at Road Atlanta, we used some oil. And uh, Chris Huggins told me when he was following me out of a corner that there'd be, you know, there'd be some smoke. We got to Daytona and... Uh, we got out of the race about halfway through, uh, opened it up. We had a crack piston. Yeah. But the, the bores were still fine. Everything was good. So, you know, put it back together and keep going. Cool. Well, one of the things you didn't mention in that pit stop was tires. How often do you change tires? Does the set last you for an entire race? Uh, we uh, we used to run Dereza. What were they? Star Specs? Yeah. Yep, Star Specs. Z3, Z2s. Z3, Z2s, and then the Z3s. Yeah. And they would last us a race. Now we run the uh, Hankook RS4s, and uh, the tires that we ran at Road Atlanta for 14 hours, we previously run at Barber, although that was only for one day in the dry, and we also ran those at AMP. Usually we get at least two 14-hour races out of a set wow. of tires now. That's, now, are you running? Are you running the uh, are wider? A lot of the teams are running like the fifteen by tens or whatever, fifteen by twelve wheels with the two forty fives. We're running two twenty fives. Oh, okay. Seems that we can we can put heat into those with a nine inch rim. Right. Uh, seven seven inch was kind of the standard spec Miata uh, wheel size. So it's we could go wider, but uh, right now it seems we have plenty of grip and. Uh, we're going to just leave it the way it is. Otherwise we have to buy another set of wheels. Yeah. That's funny though, that you were going through the, the Z twos actually would last. I'd buy three sets and they would last me about seven races, seven, eight races. And wow. um, 
Yeah, and and that was on a much heavier car. Either we weren't driving very hard, which could have been it, mm. or <laughs> I don't well, know. when we when we first started, the uh, the the Rezas would last us two races, right? And then as we got faster, we were we were taking them down to nothing in in a fourteen hour race. Oh wow! So we we, we were driving harder, and uh, you know the, it was showing up in the tire wear, right? We have to do a whole episode on on tire management, Bill. We should we should get someone on to talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, we should actually. That'd be fun. That'd be we fun. Get somebody from Tire Rack on. Actually, I know a couple of guys. I bet you do. There you go. I bet you do. <laughs> you know, you mentioned trying to you know keep up with those teams who who bring the big haulers to the racetrack and and what what's the thought process of teams who don't have the big haulers. You know, who don't have the deep pockets, you know, going up against those teams that do. Is that something that uh, you feel is kind of maybe not in the spirit of what Champ Car is supposed to be? I I don't find that if the car is built to the rules, it's 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 good to run. And uh, if you've got the resources, then, you know, more power to you. Sure. Um, and to race against guys like that, you know, that's fun. They may have pro drivers. And mm-hmm. it just shows you uh, what what's possible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't I don't see any problem with that. Do you? I always, found, I always found it kind of cool to gauge yourself against those Tony Stewarts or, or, you know, Schumacher or uh, not Schumacher. Um, <laughs> now that I'd like to see, uh, I, yeah, I actually was, no, truly no. I would love to see that for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some of the Nona Maker, Nona Maker. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and even and Randy Pope, passing Randy Pope's though he was broken but passing randy popes was pretty fun so i don't care how i pass randy popes as long as i can wave as i'm going by that would make me happy uh yeah and he waved at you with a different wave though i'm sure no randy waved at me every four laps at sebring one year the year we ran the opal gt they were the leaders were passing me every four laps and and we shared a radio uh we're uh, teammates so we shared a radio and he would let me know every time he came up on me i bet he would Oh yeah, I bet he would. So tell us about your your 2021 season. How did last year go for you guys? Uh, last year went pretty well. We uh, I think we started the year as normal in uh, Road Atlanta. Okay, and that was that was a snow out, and uh, <laughs> we ended up I think ninth overall there. Uh, we didn't go to we chose not to go to Daytona, um, but the rest of the year, you know, it was. Uh, both, I can't remember exactly, but, uh, you know, Sebring, AMP, Barber, uh, we did pretty well. I think, uh, we finished second overall at AMP. Um, yeah, that's right. You did. And, and, and Barber, I can't, I can't remember what we did there. We did pretty well this year. I think we finished fourth overall. So it's been a, it was a good year. Uh, we've made, they've all been good years. We've made the, uh, you know, we've qualified for the championship every year. Uh, it's, it's it's always fun. Are you going to head out to the Ozarks? No, we're not. It's just too much of a time commitment for yeah. both of us to go out there and be over a week of time away. Uh, right. It's it's just a little bit little bit too much. Right. Or do, do you usually have the same core group of people every race, or do do you have like a, a a rotating group of drivers that come in and out, or is it usually the same group of folks every time? It's usually the same group. Joey and I own the car we've got uh some some guys that drive with us pretty steady now uh uh andres tossed us from atlanta benson young from atlanta we've got a fellow joseph anderson who lives in south florida that 
uh, usually drives with us at Daytona and Sebring. So, and uh, Graham uh, drove with us at uh, NCM last year. So it's a pretty, pretty regular group of guys. Um, uh, they've all got the same, they take care of the equipment the same. Um, so, and that's important because, you know, we want to bring the car back in one piece and everybody, you know, if everybody has the same attitude driving, it makes it a lot easier. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Do they all have the same size too? Cause I always found that to be a challenge, um, in, in endurance racing. I am, I am five foot six and, uh, abundantly and round and mature, uh, mature. Oh yes. Five foot six mature. and mature. <laughs> and, uh, I've raced in the same race with guys who were six, two and and young how's that young young and six two that's code for skinny how's that yeah. work for you guys when we rebuilt the car we uh dropped the uh joey made a drop floor in it that dropped the okay. floor where the seat tracks would go and we put uh sliders in there okay so as you pull the seat forward it also moves brings you up higher so the shorter joey's a lot you know joey's a bit shorter than i am so his seat's going to be forward you know, so everybody can find a comfortable place, right. and it uh, it's been working out really well. Yeah, I suspect the shorter you are, the more likely you would need help getting over the steering wheel. I like that; that's a cool idea. Yeah, it works worked out pretty well. What that way nobody's nobody's adding cushions sure. to push yourself forward in the seat, right. which is not that safe. Right, right, right. So. Yeah, my driver used to get really angry with me. You know, little Troy. <laughs> We'd put pillows behind him and. Yeah, he wasn't happy about that kind of stuff. Got it. What's your 22 season look like? What 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 are your plans for this year? Uh, well, we did road Atlanta. Next race uh we're going to NCM. Uh after that, uh not quite sure. There's a Sebring race at the beginning of July. That's a 2-day race. I believe we're going to go do that. We normally do Sebring in September, but it's not on the schedule there this year. Then AMP and uh not quite sure after that because normally we would do barber, but that's not on the schedule this year either. No, so we'll see how it goes. Got it, got it. So, so Bill, maybe you can fill me in a little bit. Tell me about the Chandler School Spirit of Champ Car Award. What what, what goes into that? Chandler School is a uh, school for dyslexic children and uh, kids with learning disabilities in Greenville, South Carolina. I think it's Greenville, South Carolina. Um, Dana Blackhurst runs that. Um, Dana's wife uh, used to be the mayor of Las Vegas two times in a row. Okay. And she was also on the uh, board of directors for Caesars Palace Corporation. Got it. Um, they do a lot of uh, work with um, uh, groups and students and such. And Well, Dana uh, has set up a, from his school, uh, work the kids working on these cars. Now, these are elementary school and middle school. Uh, middle school kids, I think some high school, I think. Um, and they actually build the cars. They get them ready to race. They go to the racetrack. Uh, Dana's, Dana's school is located kind of like in the middle of um, the Michelin plant, the okay. test center there, and the BMW plant right, in South right. Carolina. So they pull drivers, test drivers from that, and they have guest drivers as well um, that run with them and run the cars. They fuel them. When they're done feeling the car, the kids then take over, wash the windows, check the tire pressures, change tires if needed, bang metal out if needed, that kind of stuff. So they have an absolute blast. It gets them out of their uh, 
uh, it gets them learning a little differently than what uh, the normal school children do. And that's kind of what they need. And, and it, they do really, really well. And it's fun cool. watching them too. Cool. So one of the things they do uh, that Dana's done is provided a trophy for, or a plaque for the, uh, for what we call the spirit of champ car. Um, the children make the plaques and part of the, process is uh we pick a team that we think exemplifies uh the meaning of the Ch chandler school sportsmanship award and uh they we are part of the award comes with homework so the team has to do uh the, the stu students have written a letter on the back of the plaque okay and your idea is or what you're supposed to do is write back to the students and it starts this line of communications they get to practice their writing skills um, communicating and uh, you can earn points for that. So the more letters you write, the more points you get. And at the end of the year, they're going to, I think it's a thousand dollars in chump buck or champ bucks that they, uh, that they're going to give out to the teams. And I think last year that was split between four teams. I think all four teams got a thousand, I think it was, but um, it worked out pretty well and the teams like it and um, the kids love it. And do they give out an award every race? Yes. Yeah. Cool. I mean, there's been a couple like last year we had a race that we added late, so we didn't get an award out sure, by that one. Sure. Pretty much all of them. So, so Hiller, when you get that award, what what what's that feel like when you get find out you've won the Spirit of Champ Car Award? Well, it was pretty surprising and humbling. I mean, we we like to help out whoever we can, and uh, but we were rather surprised by it. But it feels it feels kind of good. I mean, we. We appreciate all the people that are in, you know, that race with us that we, you know, that are in the organization. So it's a, it's nice to be recognized for something. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you guys did well. Yeah, I mean, we had a lot of folks along pit lane that needed help and you guys provided that help. We had some, um, some folks that needed generator help or something and uh, you guys yeah. helped them there too. And Cool. Yeah. We, we, we always try to help out who we can. We bring, we don't bring a lot of parts, but uh tie rod ends, ball joints, things like that. People run around. We've got a spare alternator, spare starter. Right. If people run around, they need to borrow something or, you know, have we got one? And we always let them have what they want. And uh, that, that, that stuff always comes back. You never have right. to go searching for right. it. Right. And I suppose, you know, if, if you're running an Opal like Bill, you got to bring everything because nobody's crazy enough. <laughs> no, no, or, no, no. We don't or, bring any Opal or, parts. You can't find them. Or dumb enough to run an Opal. But if you're running a Mazda... You know, yeah. there's probably a handful of, of drivers and cars out there that if you do have something, one of y'all should have it, right? That's 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 pretty much how it works out. And, uh, you know, we've had other teams help us, and sure. we appreciate that. And sure. you just have to pass it on or, you know, pass it forward, whatever you want to say. So there, there's a lot of places out there you can go racing these days, uh, you know, lots of different uh, series and all that kind of stuff. What keep, What keeps bringing you back to Champ Car? Well, it's uh, I think it's a bang for the buck. You know, you get a lot of seat time out there and it's wheel to wheel racing. It's good racing. Uh, it's a variety of stuff. You're racing in whatever kind of weather comes along. Uh, and the people that you're racing with against whatever you want to say, it's a good group of people. You make a lot of friends. It's, you know, you come back, it's nice to meet, you know, see people again, see how they're doing. Um, I raced in NASA for a little bit, and that just becomes more individual mm -hmm. than a mm -hmm. team effort, and uh, it's just not the same camaraderie that you you get in Champ Car. Now, with your name, is that Scandinavian? It is. It's from Estonia. All right, so that means you're you're, 
you're adept at driving in any condition, snow, ice. Uh, I, I grew up in Thunder Bay, Ontario. Okay, oh, yeah. so I could hear I could hear the accent there a little bit. So did that help you any at Road Atlanta last year with the snow? I don't think so. I think, uh, <laughs> everybody, everybody was just trying to make it through. Um, Live. But yeah, it's it's one of those things. You just have to uh, yeah. be very uh, very gentle with everything. You know, it all it's all it's the same as driving in the dry. It just oh, things happen sooner. That's all. Right. Quicker too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we had the same problem at. Uh at uh barbara one year too except all the snow was on the side of the track it had melted on the that track. that that was a great experience i mean i don't think there's very many places you could say that you've raced where there's snow beside the track the track yeah. is clean and and you get to get to have a good race but you have to keep it on the track we, yeah yeah we did that once at road america but you would expect that at road america you would not expect that at road atlanta no. or barber i mean yeah or barber yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. I remember waking up and uh, that was a time when, you know, a lot of us staff shared rooms. And I remember Chiswick opening the window and just, he froze. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, why is it so bright out there? <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't happy. It was a panic motion because we'd never had that. You know, we'd had ice, but we'd never had snow on the ground. That's on funny. the roads too. So that's funny. Yeah. All right. So do you have a good story you can tell us about Bill? I mean, that's the best. I mean, can you can we dig into Bill here just a little bit? And it's it's open I game. Well, he, I, I can ask him to he, go he, away for a few minutes if you want me to. No, it's all right. He he always comes to interview us in uh you know, you know when the race is over and uh, in impound. And the last time he came by, he he interviewed all the other teams and he came to us and said, oh, uh. My uh, my card's full. Sorry, in the left. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like really, uh, yeah. Good job, and, or, Bill. Or what, what I like is the guys that tell me they finished third or fourth, but when they've really finished sixth, they just and I wait because I don't ever have anything written down because it's it's one. Yeah, I just don't, and I have to kind of guess. And hey, what place did you finish? Yeah, good stuff. Fun times. Good stuff. Yeah. Do you have some? sponsors some some supporters you want to thank before we get 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 to wrapping this thing up we don't really have any sponsors but uh for uh a lot of years our car was at tallahassee auto repair we had a lift there uh that we owned but they let us keep a you know keep the back corner for us and we you know we worked on that a lot there uh that that helped us out a lot the fellow's name that owned the place is brent merriman he still helps us out, go over there, change tires, do align. You know, they put the car up on the alignment rack. I do the alignment oh, cool. and uh, it's very helpful. Uh, Momo helped us out at the start uh, with, with some good discounts on parts. Nice. Nothing came free, but, sure. right. you know, things like the steering wheel seat, uh, quick disconnect, uh, uh, two sets of wheels, suits, suits, socks, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. They helped us out and that helped a lot at the beginning because, you're putting all this money into a car that you haven't run yet. So yeah. every, every little, every little bit helps. Yeah. So what was that? What was that initial, that initial race? I mean, did, did you guys expect to do well? I mean, you had this car that you put back together and did you do well? Uh, when we put it back together, uh, yeah, 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 we, the, when we when we rebuilt the car, we went no, to when Sebring. You first, when you when you first, when first did racing, it. yeah, when you first did it, it was uh yeah we we were running we went to AMP in 2014 and it was running really well and then it started stumbling and the one thing 
that we hadn't replaced was a fuel pump. Replaced everything else, bushings, you know, bushings, yeah. calipers, except the fuel pump because, yeah, that should be okay. Well, <laughs> first, first day it wasn't, so uh, we replaced that. And the second day we were doing really well uh, until we discovered that uh, a Miata engine can do 9,500 RPM, but only once. Yes. yes. So, uh, <laughs> what, what's, so, what's yeah, the red light supposed board. to be on the Miata? Yeah. Uh, 7,000. Yeah. 7,200. Yeah. You know, I so. imagine 9,500 is probably a little in, in excess of spec. But it'll yeah, do but it. We, we, we put it back yes. together. And then uh, when we went to road Atlanta, uh, we finished fifth overall, first in our class. So that was a, that was a, you know, that the next year was a really good year. We had a lot of, uh, you know, first place class finishes, finished in the top 10 a lot of times at a second place, I think, overall again. So it's been it's been a good run for us. I mean, the, the car does well and she just keeps on going. There you go. You got anything else, Bill, before we head out on this one? No, that's it. I just I know we're going to see you here soon. And it's always great to see that car out there because it, it does look good. That black, yellow and red. It looks really good in pictures. And and uh, yeah. I like that car. I have to have to thank Joe. That's all. That's all Joey Evans' credit. He he painted the car in his uh, in the uh, shop building at his house this time, and it came out really nice. He did a really nice job on it, and we try to keep it that way. There you go. There you go. All right, Hiller Calda, team principal of Momo Champ Mazda Miata. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. When we come back, we are going to uh, do a little wrap up. Talk about what's coming up on next week's show. I'm Brian Belansky, he's Bill Strong, and this is Inside Champ Car. Inside Champ Car is a podcast that takes a deep dive into all things going on with the Champ Car Endurance Series. Hosted by veteran journalist, radio host, and racer Brian Belansky, and Champ Car's very own Bill Strong, we talk to drivers, team bosses, tech gurus, and series supporters. Episodes air every week in time for you to listen on your way to the track. Inside Champ Car is on the Racing Wire Podcast Network, found on Apple, Spotify, Google, and most popular podcasting apps. Hey, welcome back to the Inside Champ Car podcast here on the Racing Wire Network. And uh, I'm Bill Strong. You are Brian Bolanski. There you go. <laughs> hey, that was pretty fun with uh, Calder. Or, yeah. Hiller Calder. Hiller. <laughs> Hiller Holler. <laughs> ah, see, I do this on pit lane too. It's like, dude, how was your race? <laughs> uh, that's too good. That's too good. What a great episode. Had some good yeah. in, in uh, information about uh, upcoming races. We got a little tech tip of talking about the old uh, lap timers. And uh, it made me remember back hitting my, my, my steering wheel to every, every lap on my little stopwatch. That hey, was fun. We had a big kitchen clock over on the right side of the, the uh, dashboard. You nice. know, the big round, yeah. you know, 10-inch kitchen clock that uh, – we would try to use, but you, you know, yeah. mainly, mainly it was used to tell you how long you've been in the car because our team guys got upset with, am I ready to come in yet? This is hard. <laughs> how many more laps? How yeah. many more laps? You've only been out there 10 minutes. Oh, Man damn. Up. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. So what else we got coming up next week? We got a fun episode, right? Oh yeah. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> she, I can't tell you who yet, but she, she, she should be on with us. I hope so. Very nice. uh, she's set all kinds of records in the world of us uh, running races and stuff. And uh, we'll see if she can get her on here. She's right. uh, 
Yeah. Or somebody. We'll have somebody. Somebody will join us next week yeah. for what will hopefully yeah. be a, a, another compelling episode. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to really take a deep dive into what's coming up at VIR. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was told we shouldn't. We shouldn't make any predictions because that's like the kiss of death, which which I guess could be fun, you know. So what we should do is, I, if you want to send me dollar bills with the people you want us to give predictions about, then that that could. Sw- I'm just kidding. No, yeah, yeah. you cannot bribe the announcers. Maybe. Nah, but if you um, <laughs> if you send if you send uh, if if you're interested in being on our show, uh, send me an email: bill.strong cool. at champcar.org or media at champcar.org, and. Uh, We'll get in touch with you, see what you have, and, you know, let's talk. And uh, we'd love to talk to you guys. Um, you know, we have 52 shows to fill up this year. Yeah. There's got to be at least 52 folks out there. And we'd All love to have your whole team come on. Heck, yeah. we could get five or six guys on the other side. Oh, boy. That'd be kind of fun to control, huh? Yeah. I'm not the guy who's got to edit that podcast, am I? Well, you know, <laughs> you just let it. We could do it. We could live stream it. Oh, boy. There we go. There we go. That's going to be the next iteration of the Inside Champ Car podcast live streaming on all yeah. of our channels. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. Well, we'll get to that point. Somewhere. That, but then you got to get a haircut and put on a little movie makeup when you do that, Bill. I mean, you gotta, there's a lot of work Doc, that's got to be done to get you wait. camera ready. Doc made me do that and then sent me outside to do pit report. And when it was like 100 degrees, oh, that, yeah, that mascara fun. running down my eyes stung, man. But I bet you I you were so cute. I didn't think that pit reporters had to wear mascara, but he told me it, they did. I don't but. think they do, but I think Doc was trying to make you have runny mascara. That's all right. I used to make him pronounce words that you should never say on the show. I love it. He'd realize it halfway through the word. It's like, oh. All right. All right. Before we get ourselves in trouble, Bill, have a great oh, week. Yes. You too, man. And uh, uh, we'll be in touch next week. Thanks, guys, for listening. And uh Share it out with your friends, family, and other racers you think might be interested in listening to a bunch of guys talk about racing. There you go. That's going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Car. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel so you won't miss any episodes. It would also be great if you share it on your social media channels. You can comment on the Inside uh, on the Champ Car Facebook page, especially if those comments are good ones. We don't like the bad ones. If you, uh, we're going to have a new episode every week. They come out on Thursday, so you can listen to them on the way to the racetrack. For Bill Strong, I'm Brian Belansky, and you are listening to the Racing Wire Podcasting Network.